0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mind on Mental Health podcast. My name is Andy Dean. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and today I'll be interviewing Erica Munger, who's a senior utilization management reviewer at Penn Medicine Princeton House Behavioral Health. And basically today, Erica is going to explain how to make sense of health insurance premiums and deductibles, and really explain to us what all those things mean, as well as how to go about picking the right health insurance plan for you. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. You know, we were thinking, we really need to liven up this season of the podcast, so I thought, what's the most exciting topic we can talk about? And immediately, you and health insurance jumped to mind, so let's let's give the people what they want.
1: Of course. Anytime anyone's thinking anything exciting, they always think me.
0: Um... <laughs> you know, obviously, we're being a little sarcastic and just having a little fun, because I know that, you know, talking about insurance deductibles and stuff isn't necessarily the most exciting thing, but... It is really important, especially when you're talking about mental health. So, can you just give people an idea of why you're a good person to be talking about this?
1: Sure. So, I've been in the department for 13 years and I know pretty much the ins and outs of all of the different insurances, um, whether it be commercial insurance or Medicare and Medicaid. And I think it's really important for people to know when choosing their health insurance. Um, if they are going with a commercial health insurance, that they are looking at the policy and making sure it is the best fit for them. I think a lot of times people just think about their physical health and they don't necessarily take into account their mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, so you might think that you're somebody who doesn't really need a lot of insurance because you don't go to the doctors a lot. However, you could be suffering from depression, anxiety, and could really use the support and you know care from a psychiatrist or a therapist. So, really thinking about that when you're also choosing your policy for the year or if you get a new job and you're, you know, now covered by an employer, it's really important to look at your full body and your full picture to see what types of services you do want to be covered for.
0: Yeah. So, it sounds like mental health can kind of be overlooked a lot of times when we're thinking about insurance. You know, you think about going to the doctor, you think about if you have any um, illnesses that need treatment or chronic illnesses, but sometimes people can kind of forget to think about their mental health and how their insurance coverage or how their insurance coverage can work in terms of their mental health needs.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, lobbyists have been really, a lot of mental health lobbyists have been really fighting for this for a long time. And in fact, um, as of 2014, we actually there was a a law a federal law passed called the parity law and that now says that your mental health is just as important as your physical health mm-hmm. and that insurance companies can no longer you know only pay for medical stuff and then overlook your mental health so they put it in line with you know if you were to break your arm um that sort of thing so it's now they're both covered under the same amount of uh, of coverage under your policy so So it's really great. And that's why I really, you know, if if that's something you've been putting off, oh, you know, I I don't really want to go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist um, because I'm not sure what it's going to cost me. Well, now, you know, it's covered by your health insurance and then you just have to know what your out of pocket costs would be. Mm
0: -hmm. And I, I imagine we would get we'll get to this, but. Not every psychiatrist is going to be covered under your insurance. Like, they'll right. have, some are in network with your insurance and others aren't. And that's kind of, again, this is sort of one of the discrepancies in, in terms of why I think it's important that we have a conversation like this. Right. But, okay, so essentially a, a big part of your job is working with the insurance companies, uh, working with different insurance plans and knowing sort of the ins and outs of it. So that that's basically why you'd be a great, you're a great person to have on to talk to, about this. Right. Okay, so I know you mentioned a minute ago that people should take their mental health needs into account when choosing a, an insurance plan. And can you just maybe explain like how that works and sure. what your recommendation would be when people are going through that process? Yeah, you you tell me because, look, I, I don't know much and, but I definitely don't know much of anything about this topic, so right, you, I have nothing to add. I just want you to tell me. I've come right. to you, full disclosure, I've come to you in the past to help me with insurance stuff, which I'm sure you love. Um,
1: <laughs> I have a line out the door every open enrollment. It's fine. I know. No, I'm sure no you one do. No one understands I'm this I'm sure stuff.
0: you do. Yeah, I, I'm sure most people listening barely even know what open enrollment means. So right. go ahead. Enlighten us.
1: Yes well every year if you are employed and your employer does offer you health benefits every year around the month of November for most employers is considered open enrollment um, where you get to choose your health insurance plan mm-hmm. so if you felt like your health insurance that you had the the year prior wasn't exactly working for you this gives you the opportunity to change that also too if you're you know the law does state that everybody needs to have health insurance or you do have that tax, penalty at the end of the year, um, if you don't have health insurance. So if you're going on to the health, um, the healthcare.gov website, um, when looking at policies, it's really important to know what you're looking at and why to choose one of them. Mm So you'll see it ranges usually from really low premiums and your premium is what you pay out of pocket for the actual policy every single month. So if it's through your employer, That is what gets taken out of your paycheck every single month. Or if you're going through the Affordable Care Act and the healthcare.gov, that's what you're paying every single month to them for that policy. So Mm -hmm. the lower your premium, so the the less money you're paying out is the higher you're going to pay in out-of-pocket costs Mm -hmm. when utilizing the health insurance. So there's um, different tiered plans. So wait,
0: can can I interrupt you for a sec? Yeah. Because yeah. I think a part of what happens with the health insurance conversation, at least for me, and maybe I'm just, you know, not that bright. But I, I think this is pretty common, is getting lost in sort of like the different definitions. Yeah, uh, I know. So it's like, it's almost like they they use another language and it, and it makes it confusing. But so you just said the premium is what you pay out of pocket for the plan. So like, if I'm employed and they take $100 out of my paycheck every two weeks for health insurance, that's the premium that I'm paying. Yes. If right. I go on the healthcare.gov website and I buy a yearly plan for, I don't know, $1,500, then I'm that's the premium that I'm paying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So higher premiums mean your coverage um, covers you a lot better, and lower premiums mean your coverage doesn't really cover you much at all. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to look at the different plans details, um, because if you are somebody who does go to the doctor or you are you know, taking care of your mental health needs that year, you're going to want to select a plan that covers you more, mm-hmm. because what will happen is you'll end up with a plan that maybe you're only paying $50 a month for, but it doesn't cover you unless you've met a $5,000 deductible. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where it does get tedious and kind of confusing for most people because you start throwing in words like deductibles and out-of-pocket right. and co-pays. So I always try to have the person look at, well, here's what I've done last year with my health. I, you know, I, mm. I did, went to all of my doctor's appointments that were I was supposed to go to for, you know, yearly checkups, but I also You know i've been having this pain in my stomach so i've had to go to my gi doctor a little bit more or um you know i really my depression and anxiety is getting the better of me so i really need to seek treatment so really looking at your whole body your whole you know mind body everything and really look at how much you're going to use your health insurance that year Mm -hmm. and then that's where you want to go for more of the upper tiered plans
0: sure so similar to car insurance like If you pay a higher premium, then you get better coverage. If you pay a lower premium, your coverage isn't that good. Um, Right.
1: I hear a lot from people who are self-employed, so they have to purchase their own health insurance. And one of the things they tell me all the time is, you know, I have such a high deductible, it's like impossible for me to go to the doctors without paying out of pocket all of this money. Mm -hmm. And I always say to them, well, what did you choose for your health insurance? And they're always choosing the lower plan because they have to pay less a month. Right. And that's why. So
0: So another one of these vocabulary words is deductible. Uh, Right. So just explain what that is.
1: So your deductible is what your insurance company has put basically as like for certain procedures that have to pay into it. So blood work, certain labs like uh, like x-rays and stuff like that. Um, Your insurance company is basically saying well, we need you to pay a little bit more for this stuff before we pay for it. Mm -hmm. So um, an average plan might have a deductible, an individual deductible of, I don't know, a thousand dollars. So once you've met that deductible for the year, then your insurance is now going to pay at their rate that they stated they're going to pay Mm -hmm. and not everything goes towards the deductible. And that's where it gets super confusing. Um, yeah, because Ugh. you have to then just thinking ask, about
0: it's giving me anxiety. I know it's, it's,
1: and, yet, it's too, and this too is much. where like, <laughs> you have to ask, well, is that going to go towards your deductible or basically, so you're not like driving yourself crazy. You want to pick a plan that doesn't have an, an obscene deductible mm. is, is really the, what I can, you know, suggest if you see a plan where you have like a $5,000 deductible, that might not be the plan for you. If you're somebody who's going to utilize services,
0: right? Okay. So, deductible is basically a certain amount of money you need to pay out of your pocket first before Mm -hmm. the insurance company covers a service.
1: Right. And it's not all services where it gets even more confusing because your PCP, if you go for your yearly physical, none of that's applying to your deductible. That's that your insurance will cover that. So, like any kind of preemptive care, your insurance company will pay for that. It's more like Out of the normal tests or out of the norm procedures that you're getting, Mm -hmm. your insurance company is going to say, well, we need you to meet your deductible first and then we'll pay.
0: Okay. That makes sense. All right. So it sounds like one of the big tips you have is to kind of take stock of maybe annually, let's say last year, if you're about to pick your plan, well, last year, how much did I utilize my health insurance? How much did I go to the doctor? How much did I utilize mental health services? And then you can kind of choose the best plan for you based on that. And yeah. paying a, a lower premium isn't necessarily g- good for you in the long term if you're going to be paying high deductibles at the end of the day anyway to get services that to access services that you're going to get anyway. So right. it might be worth it to pay the extra hundred dollars a month for yeah. upfront so that you have a lower deductible.
1: Yeah. And I, usually to like my my brother, for example, he's younger. He's six years younger than me. And he yeah, was let, in let's college. throw him
0: under the bus. in, in yeah, this podcast. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's all right. He's a lawyer. A super successful. OK, um, <laughs> but when he was in like college, um, he had to choose his own plan. And I'm like, well, you're you're a young guy. You probably don't need health insurance. Just be careful. Don't get hit by a bus or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I was like, so it's OK for you to choose you know, that lower premium sure. plan. But if you're somebody who is, you know, in their 40s, <coughs> like some people I know, <laughs> this is when health starts to get like really serious. So you want to you you do kind of want to upgrade the um, mm. older you get. And yeah. also too, if you have a family with children, we all know children are just petri dishes and they break. Amen. So like really making sure that you have good health insurance for mm-hmm.
0: them as well. And just a quick disclaimer that we also want to realize that we can't control whether or not we get hit by a bus. Right. <laughs> All right. So, it, if we're thinking about this in terms of tips, first tip would be when you're picking your plan, take into account the premium, which is basically the initial out of pocket cost versus the deductible, which is what you're going to be paying to access services with your health insurance. Right. Because um, if you're paying a lower premium, then chances are your deductible is going to be higher and you're going going to be paying more anyway. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's sort of the first tip is just take those things into account when you're picking a health insurance plan. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's it for today's episode. Tune in next week when Erica and I discuss what the different levels of care are in the mental health field and the differences between each one, as well as the health insurance considerations for each level of care. Hope everybody has a great week.